What is Come the, on, what is the issue? Everybody, let's go! Stop. Come on, let's get to it! I know that we can do it! We're live. Hello, everyone! It's Dylan <laughs> from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another episode of Talkin' Yu-Gi-Oh! Seven's Up. Um, did my mom need me? I, I guess. Know. I don't know. She, said, hey, know. she said, hey, Dylan, and you said, we're live, and she completely ignored her. No, yeah. I feel bad now. Like, but she backed up um, slowly. Oh, yeah, Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Sorry about that echo, guys. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it was Cal, too, though. So. No, mine's my computer. Nah. Was um, nah. Listen, thank you guys so much for being here on this Wednesday night with us. We really appreciate it. We hope you guys are all doing great. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your evening, afternoon, morning, wherever you are in this big, beautiful world. Sorry about the delay. Uh, Nick T had to take care of some stuff. Yes. So we had to push it back a little bit, and then there were just some bizarre issues with Streamlabs and YouTube. We honestly consider just recording this not in a live stream format and taking questions from you guys on Twitter and then uploading it as a video, mm -hmm. which we would have done if I was not able to figure this out. We were probably about five minutes away from actually doing that. Yeah. But we are happy to be with you. We're happy that um, we're able to make it. And uh, yeah, want to introduce yourselves? I'm Kate. Cal. Nick T. Pete. I mean, you guys know, and we got a full crew. It's been a yeah, long been time a long since we've time. had a full crew. A so I am super excited about this to discuss the episode between Rook and Schrodinger. We will have all things going forward into episode 18, Roa versus Geta. And we will have all things uh, episode 19 as well. A very short summary, a very weird summary. We will be touching on all of that. But before we begin, I like to start all of these streams by thanking you guys for going way above and way beyond supporting me through donations, super chat, or using the link in the description. So a huge thank you to everyone who donated in the last Sevens Up stream. Thank you, Sean Gilbride, Nicholas Horton, Jack Knight Twenty One, Electric Kevin, Dark uh, Dragon Fist Nine Thousand, TNX Rail, Xyz Lover, Goose, Ice Aiden, Alan Wilkinson, Danger, Charizard, Captain Rex. Mm -hmm. Novice Gamer, and Otis Cunningham, uh, Cunningham, excuse me, Otis. And we actually have four new patrons from the last two days, which is insane. Uh, Anime Production and Adam became Silver Tier. Anime Kaput became a Diamond Tier patron, 40 a month. Thank you so much, wow. dude. Thank you, man. And Tenth Emperor became the channel's seventh Egyptian God Tier patron in history. Um, literally a few hours ago. I just saw it actually pretty recently. Tenth, you did not have to do that, dude. Thank you so much. You have an entire video idea that I, I will do. Just hit me up with it, and I will make any video that you want. That is a perk of being an Egyptian god tier. So I am looking forward to that. Thank you so much, Tenth, for supporting me in that way. And thank all of you guys, because really all you guys are amazing. Uh, now to get into the episode. Yes. Which one of you wants to kick things off? Neil versus, I'm sorry, Rook versus Schrodinger. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. I also did not post a review for this episode because I only watched it about two hours ago because it, it came out kind of delayed and I got very busy with work this weekend. Yeah. Uh, this is probably going to act as my review. I'm, I'm probably not going to make a separate review video. I don't want people to be waiting mm -hmm. for that. Okay, so you want to start or do you want me to start? You, start. <laughs> you want me to start? Nicole, I think we've established. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know. Usually, you know, I start, and then Dill's like, at the end of the stream, dude, why didn't you tell me to start? So, you know, I had to come back. That has never happened. Uh, You're actually, yeah. Every time. At least, at least, at least twice. Yeah. Um, so, I actually watched this episode twice today. So, wow, I got bro. I got the, uh, you know, I got the feel a little bit, and then I had got to rewatch it again. So, um... Sorry. Thank you. I can wait. Um, <laughs> I can wait. I can wait. Mr. Um, Calibra. I actually, I liked the episode. I thought that, I, honestly, I kind of like just 
the what led up to the episode. Maybe more of the last into this than mm-hmm. this actual episode. Like the Neo, like bringing Neil in, seeing who he is, what he does. He's an eleven-year-old kid. He's been there, been doing this stuff, sending satellites from the sky into into the Earth, basically since he was three years old. Um, he comes in, makes his quick spiel. You kind of see him as like the top-tier villain in this current scenario, I guess you would say. And um, you know, I think it's funny that Mimi's kind of trapped with them right now because yeah. she kind of doesn't know what to do. And every time she sees someone, she's like, "Oh God!" Like, are they gonna know it's me? But Again, she looks like she's 11, so she's fine. Right. Um, the opponent, the cat, um, didn't really like mm. that much. Yeah. Um, just a <laughs> lot of meowing throughout the yeah. episode. And um, meowing. Yeah. A, com- yeah. a complete meme character. I mean, okay. they gave him no backstory. They really gave him no personality other than to act like a cat. Right. Yeah. I, I completely just... One that's the most I feel like one off character that we have gotten yeah, so far at, yeah. in the show. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, so that was that was interesting, but I did like the uh the references to um True. Blue Eyes and Red Eyes, oh, yeah. and then you said there was another one that was from Art Odd Eyes. Odd yeah. Odd Odd Eyes. Bird, yeah. So that that's cool that they, they were able to do that in an episode that probably wouldn't have been as like well seen I guess from us until we see something like that, because then you're like, Oh wow, that reference was such a good idea, you know. Yeah. Um, but overall, it wasn't a bad episode, but definitely not one of my favorites. Um, thanks for your thoughts. I, uh, yeah, I guess I'll give my thoughts. I, I haven't given my thoughts on this episode yet. Sorry, sorry. Go. Yeah, I thought it was a an interesting episode, um, as Calibro pointed out. Um, I completely agree where you rewatch it and... Um, this character that, you know, Schrodinger, and I like how they brought up Schrodinger's cat, you know, I thought that they nice. were going to, they were going to leave that there for people to kind of figure out on their own. Mm-hmm. These younger kids are not going to figure it out, but you got set it straight up. Um, which obviously instead of playing the whole theory of whether the cat is alive or dead, you play the theory of both duelists are winning and Have losing simultaneously. Which, uh, and the whole theme is endless possibilities of this episode, which I, I liked quite a bit, and that's ultimately what kind of snaps Rook out of his funk. Um, as for the cat character, Schrodinger, very forgettable. The monsters he used were amazing. You know I love my references, I love my Easter eggs. A red-eyes cat, a blue-eyes cat, and then right on the nose, an odd-eyes cat. Uh, and I mean, it looked, even from the design standpoint, a clear reference to Odd-Eyes Dragon, Yuya's Ace Monster, Odd-Eyes Pendulum Dragon. So that was really cool. As someone who loves Easter eggs, I absolutely loved that. Uh, Schrodinger, forgettable character. But at the end of this episode, what I enjoyed when Schrodinger falls through that, they kind of do Schrodinger's cat there at the end. Because if we never hear from Schrodinger again, we are going to go the rest of the show not knowing if he is dead or alive. So he is simultaneously He is simultaneously alive and dead. And so for that reason, I hope we never see Schrodinger again. Because looking back on it, that would be incredible. That said, the character itself, very forgettable, very meme-y. You can Mm. just tell that they didn't really um, care to put a lot of thought into the character. Mm -hmm. Uh, The real... (laughs) highlight of this episode for me not only Neil's debut I thought Neil's debut was really cool the real highlight for me uh, had to be what Rook was going through yes it was done in a a bit of a comedic way but Sevens has this tendency to show off things in a humorous comedic way and if you take a step back and look at what he's going through um, in a lot of these cases I think it's very easy to relate to a lot of what's going on Uh, and I think it was a very creative way to show Rook battling these inner demons and these personal demons and something that i always say is i think in in life 
your most difficult challenge and your hardest enemy that you're ever going to face is yourself, is your intrusive thoughts, is your self-esteem. In my opinion, that is always, at least for me and I think for a lot of people, the most difficult challenge you will ever face. I mean, you are capable of accomplishing so much in your life, but there are so many times where you just get in your own head about it and you don't take that chance or you just, you know, get in your head about you know, messaging a girl that might have a crush on you and you don't take that chance. Uh, and I think looking back on a lot of those missed opportunities in hindsight, um, you really kind of realize that you're your own worst enemy. I mean, it's a very common phrase, but it's true. And so uh, seeing Rook battle that in a comedic way, but a relatable way, easily the highlight of the episode for me. Something else that I thought was very weird and very un Yu-Gi-Oh! like is Neil is giving them a lot of leeway with their losses, uh, six losses they have up to. Right. Does that mean that this group is going to lose five times? And just how long is this arc going to last? Are we going to see like nine duels between Neil's cronies and Team Yuga and five times Team Yuga's are going to end up losing? That's a lot of losses. Maybe Gakuto has two losses, Mimi has a loss, then Rook and Roman have losses. Like that, especially if they're one-off characters, that's, mm -hmm. that's a lot. Or Ro well, yeah, that's for next episode, absolutely. And we'll make our picks on Roa versus Geta. But that is a lot of losses. That's very un Yu Gi Oh like. Mm -hmm. Makes sense for him to pick the number six, six, yeah. six, six. Okay, Come on, that's Goha's number. Um, but ultimately, yeah, Rook was the highlight of the episode. The duel was okay. Rook's new ace was cool. The monsters yeah. were amazing. Schrodinger, forgettable, memeable character. All in all, um, it was it was a fun episode. Enjoyable episode, Dylan. but not one of my favorites. So I just want to reference this before we switch, because I know you're basically done, and then we'll hop over to them. Mm -hmm. um, okay. No, Kate. Do you think he's gonna pick Kate to go next? Come on. Come on. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh girls never get their justice. Um, what I was gonna say is that Rook always says he has an inner demon. Yeah. So like as you were saying, like dealing with your own thoughts, they always say your inner demons mm -hmm. come out of you, and that's what he's always described that. Whatever that, what is it called? That power that he has. There was like a name for it. Uh, the demon power. He, no, calls, no. he calls it the demon power. Got the effect. There's that, like a the poly effect. Poly effect. Yeah. So, like that is like his inner demon, and then it's also showing him fighting his inner demons of not being uh, the king, where he literally asks Yuga, and he's like, "No, like I'm not. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't step down for you." <laughs> he like he's falls like, but, the crack. but you, you could do, could it, on do your it. Own. Yeah. yeah. So I that just like the reference to him always saying it's an inner demon, it, it kind of it all ties it like together. I yeah. Think. Another thing that was on display in this episode was Yuga's intelligence. Um, everyone gets really shook when Neil says to them, "You lose six times, you're losing your accounts." Except Yuga. Yuga was very calm during it. He smiled almost as if he appreciated the challenge, and he even asked a very you know when you're interrogating someone, the questions that you ask are sometimes more important than the answers you receive. And Yuga asked a genius question where he was like, why don't you just delete all the accounts of people that have already, you know, used Rush Tools? And Neil goes, oh, that's not my providence. It's obviously something that is outside of his ability to do. And so Yuga's able to gain such an insight onto Neil and what Neil is actually capable of and allowed to do just by asking a question like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Yuga obviously knowing about Schrodinger's cat, I mean, I, I really am liking Yuga. Very intelligent protagonist. He's a genius, obviously. Yeah. Um, we'll go Nick T, then Pete. All right. Um, I mean, a lot of the sentiments described so far are kind of in line with mine. I mean, the episode was enjoyable. Not my favorite. Um, Neil's introduction, probably the highlight for me. But 
I think, again, I think it's similar to a few episodes ago where my complaint was that not a whole lot happened. Mm-hmm. But within that, not much happening because it was just the duel. There was a, there was a lot to unpack, including um, Roa's sort of, uh, you know, del- not delusions, but like worry about becoming the king of duels and whatnot. Um, I'm really inter- interested to see what's going to happen with Neil, given one that he is literally a terrorist. I mean, he, you know, I, yeah. there's no other way to describe that. Yeah. Um, he dropped satellites from the sky. I mean, that that killed people. That had to have killed people. No. That was a lot. No, of technically satellites. speaking, if I mean, if you want to get into the nitty gritty, that probably could destroy entire cities, given like the mm-hmm. right the velocity. Yeah. Um, it depends on the size. It, 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 yeah. And it how much breaks up in the. But, but you should you see a full on satellite just yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Defend the government, man. Even if it didn't kill people, it did some damage. Yeah, it did some damage. Let's just leave um, it at that. But it's interesting to me that he has that kind of power, but doesn't necessarily, maybe not the power, but he's restricted to not deleting every account that's come in contact with Rush Duels. Mm-hmm. So that was um, kind of insightful, and of course, I'm not surprised, given Yuga's intellect so far. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting um, and sort of how this episode lead, leads into next, the fact that yes, six, six losses is a lot, but also I, I'm a little confused, and I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen, but I'm confused about the trajectory. Given that one, we're given six duels to lose, which is a lot. Yeah, because that it's either straight six straight losses or a ton of duels to get to Neil. Mm-hmm. And second. Even though I didn't necessarily want another gauntlet, because we, we kind of already got that with the three duels in a row for the whole Roa, mm-hmm. I'm confused as to how we're going to get six duels, but we also just got totally yeeted, yeeted out yeah. of his lair. Out of the province, so yeah. So that begs the question, is this whole next Roa duel going to be a part of that six? Is this something else entirely? Is he affiliated with Neil whatsoever? I'm a little confused with the, tra- the tra- trajectory of the next few episodes because of that. Yeah. That's fair. We'll see. Um, but... All in all, I enjoyed the episode. I just need more information to kind of tie it all together. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a bad. It's thing not to a be bad wondering. thing. It's not. Yeah, it's not a bad thing to be wondering. I feel like I'm losing the plot a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm patient with. I mean, the show hasn't let me down yet. So well, we will again go over the 18 summary, which will I think help steer you back on, and the 19 summary, which just came out, which the 19 summary is something else. Um, and we will make our predictions, of course, for that duel. Uh, Pete, your thoughts on this episode? Kate, would you like to go? No, go ahead. Nice. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Good, good man. Good man. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was pretty lackluster for me. Uh, it's just just call it like I see it. You know, I was fine. Was, I was sitting there often because we were watching it like a couple hours ago together. And I was just like, what is this show? Yeah. Like, it's just like, I enjoy it. I do. But, like, I get into episodes like this where I'm like, this is just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't <laughs> necessarily enjoy watching stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, I love memes, but you get to a point where it's too meme-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I don't take the show seriously at all. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you guys could put hashtag Pete hates fun, but I don't know. It's just not. It's not my cup of tea at the moment. Yeah. I just want to let you know, best girl Pete is. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's just. It's just not. It wasn't my cup of tea. There was some interesting moments. I mean, I, I like Neil's introduction, and we know it's Neil now and not Nail. Right. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really good, and I. You made an interesting point when we were watching of like it's hard when you have characters so young. That how can you create such a backstory with them? Of course they're gonna be three years old mm-hmm. yeah. because he's only eleven. Yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. But to see that he's like a savant of computers as a kid, and that it only takes yeah. two years when he's five for him to 
His yeah. parents get him onto dueling, probably because they were terrified of what he can do. I'm sure. Right. And then that's how Goha picks him up. I like that already we got that backstory of, okay, this is how he joined. Yeah. He's really good at this. They gave him this entire connection where he could reach the world of yeah. dueling. Mm-hmm. Like that, and not just in Goha City. Like we're... We're everywhere. Also, five years old, winning a big duel tournament. Exactly. And yeah. he said it was easy as well. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like hard for him whatsoever. Um, so those little tidbits were nice. Rook's inner demons, sure. Um, I would have liked it in maybe a different way, but you know the show is comedic, so it's not that surprising. I was more interested in when he was so worried about, oh, I'm not going to be the king of duels. Maybe Yuga will give it up to me because he's my friend. And then Yuga kind of played with him a little bit, but then was like, no, I wouldn't do that. And that speaks more to, you have to earn everything. And I think Rook was looking for an out because he was guessing guessing himself of like wondering, hey, can I do this? So at least in the back of your mind, right, if you fail, you go, ah, if my friend gets it, he'll give it to me. Mm -hmm. And so I I like that Yuga, again, once again, is being that great protagonist of like, no, man, you got to earn everything it is. And I'm not saying it's for me. I'm saying it could be for anyone, but whoever is going to get it is going to work their way up the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. And so like little moments like that were fine. Yeah, the Schrodinger's cat guy was... Was it, that was a joke. Yeah. I mean, like he's, yeah, well, yeah, he's probably the worst character for me in the show so far. Yeah, I, just, I wouldn't disagree. With I was that. really I, was just not feeling any of his cat puns, anything like it. Just yeah. And the best it, part I is when he monsters. fell through the floor. The monsters were great. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, but that's a reference thing. Yeah. You could give that to anyone as an Easter egg. I completely, right. completely agree. The monsters don't make him. Yeah. No. To Pete's point, like you, I think I can forgive like the sort of um, comedic way they handled uh, Rooks sort of internal struggle, but Schrodinger's the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I do, I do like that at the end, because I didn't even think of that, of like, we don't know if he's dead or alive. That's probably the best part that came out of that. <laughs> like, really, it's just yeah. to make you think about something that a kid is probably not going to catch on to. Otherwise, that character is like... As good as dead. Only the cool animation he had was when, uh, I think it was Dragears was attacking... And in the black cat was Red like, eyes it was like yeah, it was like twitching his eye because he knows he's just gonna get like you know completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah. So like those continual animations and giving personality to the actual monsters on the field, I love that. And I think yeah. Sevens has done a fantastic mm-hmm. job with that. But mm-hmm. the overall character, I mean, like, and then you get kicked out, like Nick T said at the end. So like That's now weird. the next episode with the preview, we seem to be going to Roa and one of his band guys. So like we're just diverting completely off. Yeah. Course of what's going on. So, I don't know. Strange. That'd be just for Meow, though. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, lackluster That's episode it. for you, but there were bright spots like Neil there, and. Yeah, there's Yuga moments for it, and I still am interested to see where this show goes. It's just, um, I don't know. I was. I was not even bored, just more like, like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, yeah. why, yeah. why did they waste that. money animating um, an episode like ni- this? Ni- 19's gonna, <laughs> like, I, think, I think 19 you're gonna have the well, same Well, you reaction. can have, like, a wacky, like, acid trip-filled episode, but if I'm laughing through it, things like, I just feel like those, any of those cat puns or anything, it just didn't nail to be me. To be honest, I, the comedy wasn't as strong in this no, episode as yeah. it's been in the yeah. past for me. Sure. But the funniest thing that I, I, I thought from this episode was when Yuga at the end kept... They kept showing the same shot of Yuga and he's like, that's Rook for you. Oh my God. Even at the very end of the episode. Yeah, that's even they cut away. They didn't even now, see They cut away. He's here. That's Rook for <laughs> yeah. That was just so they could probably save on animation costs. They cut that side <laughs> of the screen just kept putting it into different scenes. So that was good. That was um, really good. But yeah, comedy comedy wise, not a not a great episode. No, not a home run. Compared to some yeah. of the other ones. I, I do want to address something that like it was said and maybe I misinterpreted, but 
I mean, his lair is the entire, like, underground, un- underground yeah. of, of Goha. Also, not, like, Goha City. I'm going to add on to that. I guess we're supposed to believe, under the insinuation, that he was I would, abducted, might be a harsh turn, term, by Goha, and is completely separated from his parents. He's, he was yeah. recruited. I, he was recruited. I feel like that was probably intentional. Probably not abducted. They were probably like... Get, his parents are terrified. Did you see their faces yeah. when you have the satellites crashing to yeah. Earth? Yeah. I would get that kid out of the house. Like too. What, what Pete said, like probably to like it was heavily implied that well, he hacked got, Goha to do yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like it was heavily implied that they got him cards so that he wouldn't kill people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Well, what, the other thing that's kind of crazy about um, that situation is Mimi had heard rumors of him right. existing in top of Hexagon, and Mimi even makes the comment. He might be more important than me. Right. Yeah. I think I he wanted, is. I forgot. That was, yeah. When I was watching the episode, that was something I wanted to unpack a little. That one, whether he's more important than her or not, it, I mean, not that it's irrelevant. I like because it the adds fact, to Goha. It adds bit. to Goha, but the fact that she as a top executive is not keen on the details of someone but, like this is yeah. very telling. Right. right. She said the rumor, so she there was a potential that she didn't know the person actually existed to begin yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. It actually, and stick with me on this, it actually reminded me of one of my favorite movies, Captain America Winter Soldier. Classic. There's a, there's a line where Cap goes into Nick Fury's office and he's mad that he didn't know the whole mission details. And so then Nick Fury goes, oh, it's called a compartmentalization. Because is if someone doesn't know all the answers, then they can't spill all the secrets of capture or you're facing an enemy or anything else. True. And so if Goha to me is then a really well-run corporation where well, why would you give, give every person like a... your top officials? They know every single thing. No, they're more on the dueling side. They're the enforcers. They go out mm-hmm. and they're going to take people out of Goha needs. Why do they need to know about the technical IT side of it? That's yeah. Neil's job. Mm-hmm. And That's so a good point. Everyone actually. should know what's going on. One hundred percent agree. Separation of duties. Yeah, and I think I had I had mentioned Very that nice. in the that, no, that that was a really good tie up. I think I had mentioned that in the last sevens upstream that I think that is how they are hinting, and now that we know for sure that Goha is run that way, that not there's not employees that know everything about the company and I think that's really cool and adds to the allure and I think the legitimacy of Goha Corporation. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like how they've built Goha up. Yeah, me too. And I'm still, you know, we still have five members of Top of Hexagon. We still have um, Mr. Goha himself. We still have that girl that has a direct line to Mr. Goha. There's still a lot of mysteries. with, And even with Neil, we just got introduced to him. Still a lot of mysteries with Goha that I'm excited to unravel. Agreed. Your thoughts. Ha, 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 ha. God damn it. Your thoughts. Um, Well, first thing, it it was very hard and interesting for me um, listening to Kirito and Yeah, right. That's right. Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. It is bizarre. Yeah, it was very bizarre. It was hard for me to separate that. Um, I really enjoy, like, Neil as a character, and I hated the cat. So I really, I just, I, I, I feel like I'm on the same wavelength as Pete with this episode. Mm-hmm. Where, like, there were good parts of it, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but it definitely is not one of my favorites. There, there was yes. more things to do in the dishwasher episode with yeah. Roman that I enjoyed more than, than this. Yeah, sure. I, I do like, think this episode has... I do, oh, I will give this episode credit, and I think it has the coolest callback to any Yu-Gi-Oh show probably in the past five, six years. With, Since with the five. cards? With or... the cats, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's I mean, that's a direct callback. Direct callback. What about the, like, the fun has just begun? Kind that of was line another line that, that Rook said, the fun has just begun, yeah, yeah, which is a you know obviously a Yu-Gi-Oh line. 
We've had a lot of Arc 5 references in the show recently. Because those characters yeah. are joining sorry, the show. Sorry, starting to get a little... Yeah, uh, the characters uh, are I know. joining the show. I know. If um, he joins, right I'd be okay. If he joins, I'd be I okay. I'm starting to get a little twitchy. Address one thing that kind of gets overlooked, and that's Otis's relationship with... That's right. We haven't even discussed Otis. That's a really good point. Because it's deeper oh. than... Neil has a very... And that's yeah. sort of why... He, it, not clearly, but that's sort of... We can interpret that that's why Neil's doing this, right? Like, it's out of his realm of... Um, Jurisdiction delete every account, but he's focusing on Yuga Otis. Yeah, like there's a very close connection here. Well, he's been studying him because when he meets Yuga, he goes, "Oh, you're kind of exactly how I pictured you would right. be. Yeah, exactly. Of like someone that would be chosen as the king of duels." But when you were saying earlier, that's thanks for reminding me. Is like I think a reason too that Neil couldn't delete Rush Duels is because. I think Otis is a pretty fantastic, probably, programmer oh, yeah. on his own right. Yeah. Right? Because he's the one that really implemented this into Yuga's. Yuga just had to pass the test for it to actually work. Otis has been getting all of these kind of parts in motion. And so it's, at the moment, in my mind, it's Otis versus Neil. And that's how it's going. Yuga's just the cog in the machine that has been handpicked by Otis. Mm -hmm. And so he's just in the way wow. of Neil. Wow. But it's yeah. really the two of them going at each other. I mean, Neil lit literally was visited by Otis. Yeah. Who I yes. love who could just show up anywhere. I know. With the thing, the door just shows up. He's like, hey. <laughs> you get a good hologram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that is um, kind of the theme we've seen, right? Goha versus Otis. But yeah, in this episode, it gets a little more personal, right? right? Because now we know a character specifically that hate that. I mean, I would say I felt feelings hate. of hatred towards yes. Otis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and his, I think maybe when from I, Neil. Yeah, his statement about the King of Duels was exactly what put Yuga on Neil's radar. Mm -hmm. So like him saying that to him and that hate right there, it's like, hey, like this kid's gonna like I've already picked my like, King of Duels. Yeah, and he's like, screw that kid. Yeah, and now he's targeting. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. got him in this area. Yeah. He stole Kaizo's data, went right. out of his way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, really been watching them since the ramen episode. It's heavily implied. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. There, yeah, that's what I like. I kind of felt like that's what I liked about the episode. Not necessarily the episode itself, the duel or whatnot, but there's small details throughout the episode that like, you can unpack like mm -hmm. really greatly. I, I will say that for a show that is definitely way more lighthearted than we've seen, mm -hmm. way more focused on comedy than we've seen, there are still a lot of elements of the plot that really do entice me. Yes, like yeah. I'm really interested in Otis. I'm now really interested in Neil. Um, I'm still interested in Roa. Yeah. You know, he got a new card, and he'll be back into the limelight. What's his new relationship going to be? I'm interested in Mr. Goha. I'm interested to this door to the new world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's going to be the, so it's our the brain's guy, world. It's not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> They're setting you up already. Can you imagine? I mean, would you be excited generally? I, feel I would like be. You have to. Be, I would right? be. I think we have to. Even if it's our five characters, I'd be very that. excited. Otis Cunningham goes, "I'm interested in you too, Dylan." <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Otis. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that that <laughs> do excite great. me, um, yes. and I'm. I'm yeah. We also know that yeah, there. Yeah. We also know there's a new mechanic coming to Rush Duels in December. In December right? And you know what it is? What is it? Pendulum summoning. No, dude, that would <laughs> be setting you up. That would be a hot mess. so redundant. Yeah, it wouldn't would, even make any sense. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make any sense. Well, guys, um, those were our uh, thoughts on episode 17. I hope you enjoyed. We are going to read a couple donations, uh, some comments from you amazing people. We're going to give our thoughts on your uh, comments and. Then we are going to read the 18 summary, the 19 summary, discuss 
and then make our predictions for Geta versus Roa. That was a little bit too much for me. Four. Also, I <laughs> woke me up. I also have to say the way you said, like you, it came down on a hard. Thank, well, thank you guys. It's like, wait, yeah, we thought that I was wrapping it up. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, I, I got to keep you guys on wait, your toes. Checked, I checked my one. I'm like, wait, what? I got to keep you guys on your toes. Like, usually you transition like the same way, but not as hard. You really came down on the, well, thank you guys. I was yeah. like, what? I, I got to keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> Check, checks the clock. Do I dare to look at I've only clock? been streaming for 28 minutes. That's a quick rush, one. Rush, rush, okay. Um, You need to look. Okay. Oh. Mega Karibo donated $10. Yeah, I love Mega Karibo. Mega Karibo, thank you so much. Mega Karibo, thank you for the $10 donation. Hi, Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything through. Hope you're all having a great day. Wanted to just say I'm starting to enjoy the rivalry between Rook and Yuga, and that Yuga won't just easily give the throne back to Rook. Mm -hmm. Pete touched on that. Looking forward to the eventual rematch. Go Team Rook. That's the nice. thing that also... Thank you, Mega Karibo. That is a very kind donation. Mm -hmm. um, oh, phone stream's going down. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that was an issue. Yeah, yeah. But also, that would be ridiculous. It's 10 o'clock at night during the week. Who's yeah. calling that? I know. Yeah, I'd be pissed, honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm, I hope there's no, like, emergency. Because um, that is kind of weird that it's late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rook has beaten Yuga. That's the most fascinating part of this to me, that Yuga yes. is that much in Rook's head when Rook has beaten him. But yeah. I wonder if it's because Rook genuinely believes that Yuga threw that duel. Because remember, Rook, Rook claimed at the end, like, he was like, oh, you gave me that duel, didn't you? And Yuga was, like, awkwardly laughing, and Roman and Gagato were like, I think he lost yeah, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. I think Rook genuinely beat yeah, Yuga, I think he did too. but I just yeah, wonder yeah. if Rook believes... Because I was hinted at I at the end of episode two. No, you think he, I, he he thinks he would have lost to Yuga? Yeah, I think he he thinks he would have lost to Yuga. And yeah, that, I think he has a lack of confidence. Even though that's the whole thing, it's the psychology of it. He presents this huge co confidence character, and so deep down, he really like is not confident in his dueling skills. No, yeah. I disagree. I think he does believe that he beat him, and I think he was confident in his dueling oh. skills, as we've seen. I think when Otis showed up and everything was revealed, uh, that changed his whole perspective. That yeah. wait a second, this kid Yuga, he's handpicked. What am I? And so that started him questioning himself and doubting himself. Of like, wait, did I really win that duel against Yuga? Can I be the king of duels? This kid seems he's already. And so I think if you look back, he's dramatically changed oh, yeah. from yeah. that moment of how he questions himself so, over and over. in your view, it's sort of the, the Otis pick sort of tainted his view of the prior. Yeah, and I think that yeah. has could, caused him to have self-doubt when yeah. he was completely confident, and rightfully so, because right. he's a fantastic duelist. Yeah. Right. And now it's like one thing happens in your life, and then you start questioning everything, yeah. and like re-looking at things that yeah. you never did before. Did I win that duel? Yeah. That's what and he did. I think, okay, I see that. I think that's what uh, Gakuto realizes and Roman when they say he's like it's Rook he never worries about anything and then they pan back to him and he's sitting there like this doesn't know yeah. what he's doing mm -hmm. and then like Roman jumps into the front of the screen and is like I'm very worried yeah. and I feel like right there it's kind of like the other characters realizing the same thing because yeah. he's just sitting there like freaking out not knowing what to do they realize too they said like oh is he still thinking about the King of Duels thing yeah. so like I like that they know each other well enough at this point that they could see they could like what yeah. each other is yeah. feeling yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, well said, and you, you could be absolutely right about that. Nice. Megan Karibo, thank you so much for the, the donation, man. Um, next three donos are from Francis the Tenth Emperor. Oh my lord. We have a $1 dono, uh, another $1 dono, and a $100 dono. What? 
you. <laughs> I like that uh, he did that purposely one, just one, to set you up. I was not expecting. Dude, Ten Temper, you became you an EGT today. What are you doing, man? Come on. <laughs> Come on, I man. I like that he said EGT. Yeah. Yeah. That's for the inside. Wow. Did he say anything? Or the oh, they're yeah, over here. Oh, dude, dude like... Ten, thank you so much, man. Thank you so oh, much, he, dude. He, he said he did uh, one dollar and then a hundred and then one dollar. Oh, so, so you just yeah. presented it in a yeah, cheeky I, way. Yeah, of I like course. That. I like that better. I like that better. Hope you hope uh, hope you. Ugh, I mean, I'm flustered. <laughs> hope y'all are well. Here is a late B day gift. Aww. Now, time for my duty as a saint and prophet of Gundam. A word from your sponsor for the Church of Gundam. Yep. Everyone watch Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans for Best Gundam Ever, Gundam Barbados, and Love Best Girl Atra. Got it. She is a $100 donation, 10th Emperor. I've only received, you know, a handful of, of that amount. I mean, seriously, dude. Thank you so much, man. Wow. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously, man. Dang. Now, on a more serious note, thanks to the community... I have only been interacting for a year. I've only been interacting for a year, but it has honestly been one of the best years of my life. Aww. Love you all so much. Also here to announce I will be an Egyptian god to your Patreon next month. I mean, I already thanked you yeah. at the beginning of the video, man, and wow. to, to double down like that, you Dude, did not to do huge. anyone, you yeah. did not have to do that's that, awesome. man. You just being here, you guys just being here, hanging out, that is all I ever <laughs> ask for. That is all I ever want. Um, I mean, you, you go the extra mile, and I, I do not deserve that. Tenth, Thank you so much, man. Gee, I, I don't even know what to say. Thank you, dude. Also, special Dang. shout out to my homies, Axe, Jesse, Blue Maiden, Pink Penguin, Melinda, Angie, Weebinator, Latrell, Matt, Omar, Aura Dragon, and of course, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything crew. Grateful to have met y'all, and wow. thanks for helping change my life completely. Oh, man. man. He really put the team on his back for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I know, I know. Thank you so much, man. And, um... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm very thankful that people's lives have been positively changed mm -hmm. from these right. kind of streams from us just talking about Yu-Gi-Oh for yeah. two hours every yeah. week yeah, right. um, to just Yu-Gi-Oh videos and again we have, I mean the community that I have supporting me is the greatest community Incredible. in the world I mean it, it just is um, I, I don't deserve half of the support that you guys I don't deserve a fraction of the support that you guys give me on a weekly basis and this is uh, this has been September has been for a, a plethora of different reasons one of the best months of my life if not the best month of my life um and what a way to end it man i mean thank you you did not need to do that 10th thank you so much man and i hope you're thinking about what video you want me to do you have a video choice yeah uh that's one of the perks so thank you so much dude thank you nothing but love man and uh, you named a lot of great people in the community as well mm -hmm. thank you man thank you mm -hmm. wow I was not Dang. expecting that. No, me neither. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the, the EGT either. And then I, I checked yeah. Stop saying it like that. I like no, Stop, no. <laughs> I, I knew about the dono. I me too. Yeah. 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 Sitting here waiting. I was like, like ooh. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, Thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, next dono is from... Uh, <laughs> Davis Enos said, "Ask him to do that milf video." <laughs> That's coming. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> pick. I'm doing any video, so pick wisely, man. Yeah, actually, don't don't <laughs> timeline part two. Don't request the the, the milf one because we're gonna do that either way. Yeah, that's happening. I'm that's making coming. it. I mean, it's gonna happen. Jack Knight, uh, 21, donated $5. Thank you, Jack. Mm -hmm. I would, I, is he going to give us an update on how the tournament went? I think so. Go ahead. Hey, Dylan, how's it going? 
Uh, Ryan and I dropped the LCS. I ended using a ended up using a deck called In Invokers. No, Infernoble. Infernobles, yeah. Uh, X five. Same with Ryan. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's pretty good. X five. I think that's X5. I don't know that is. I don't know the I don't know that lingo. I feel I feel like an idiot. I run a Yu-Gi-Oh channel. I don't know that lingo. <laughs> that's a TCG an side. Yeah, it is a TCG side, but I, I do like to stay informed on TCG terms. Um, but Ryan, obviously a very good duelist. Jack, you're a very good duelist as well. Thank you for the donation. I hope you had fun. Someone did someone say what X five means? No, not yet. yet. Now X five, not like the um, don't. The the <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the X5. Um, no, but seriously, Jack, thank you so much, dude. Zero wins, five losses. Is that really oh, what it means? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it meant... Um, That's the lingo. I thought it meant... I thought it was going to be like I thought eliminated after five duels. I, yeah, I thought it could have been five rounds. Point. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that could have been probably because of the deck switch, though, Jack. I mean, I mean, I feel like with me, if I'm training with one deck consistently, because I know you were training with... Um, What was the deck that you were working with? It wasn't Luna Lights. Of course, it wasn't Luna Lights. I don't know why that's the only deck name I can think of. What was it? Salads? No, it wasn't Salads. Um, Salad? Like actually, Salad? Salmon Grates. No. Oh. Whatever deck you were. Caesar and. Yeah, and vin Vinaigrette. Yeah. yeah. Um, balsamic. <laughs> yeah, Gorgonzola. Yeah. And, and whatever deck you were training with, Jack. Um, why can't I think of it, dude? This is gonna. I thought it was Salomon Great. No, he's run Salomon Greats before. Sky Striker. Sky Striker. Yeah, it was Striker. Yeah. Um, you know, and you changed decks last minute. That could have been a reason why. But hopefully you had fun. And again, you learned. You never lose. You learn. You win or you lose. Jack, thank you for the donation, man. Uh, Sean Gilbride donated $11.11. 11.11. <laughs> Make a wish. Sean, you're my wish. Thank you, dude. Oh, wow. That was nice, right? That was nice. Dude. Sure. Smooth. Um, <laughs> said, hashtag yeah. Dylan dude, secretly man. works for Konami. It's not even it's a not secret even a I think people are saying that because of the Ghost Rares and Duel Links when I streamed yesterday's Exoworld. The pack opening luck I experienced was just nuts. Oh, really? I yeah. said it during when you were opening the packs. I said, do you work for Konami? So it's really not that surprising. I don't work for Konami. Yeah. It's alright. You can keep keep pleading some ignorance over that. Should I turn the webcam and show them the new addition to the basement? You sh you should, At the end, maybe. At the end. Yeah. Uh, Stay to the end for a new edition. Solid snack donated five Canadian dollars. Oh, thank you, Sora. Uh, said, hey, y'all, love the episode. Catboy, my fave episodic duelist. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. I... Excited okay. for a Roa duel, though episode 19 seems weird. I thought Gakuto or Mimi would duel before Yuga. Yeah, well, there's a little hint of who's uh, dueling yeah. in 19, but yeah. the, who he's dueling I, is. I, I saw... Like, because I, I get notifications from Discord. I saw something though. from yeah, your Discord yeah. about a massage chair. Are you getting us massage chairs? Yes, I'm getting you guys massage chairs. For real? Yeah. <laughs> no, come on, don't do this. <laughs> um, I can't believe that. Either. I got really excited. Thank, thank you, Sora. Thank you, Solid Dude, Snack. I yeah, I, I will say... Um, Solid Snack, I, I thought the monsters he used were cool. That's pretty funny, though. I, he's, so hey, he's someone's see, favorite episode. There's to each his own, right? To each their own. Absolutely loved the character. Yeah. So that's why you make an episode. Absolutely. People. Yeah. And the ratings-wise, it got 
89% gave it a, uh, a 5 out of 5. Yeah. Wow. Like, gave it a, gave, rated it 1. Well, it's 1, but that means very good. So right, yeah. Community didn't hate the... The Japanese community didn't hate the episode. And, I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike the episode. Um, we're going to take, I think, a couple more... We're going to get to all of them. Thank, I mean, I've already been showered with love. Thank you guys so much. We are going to get to all of them. And then um, we are going to go over the episode 18 summary and 19 summary and then make our picks for 18. Groovy. The groovy smoothie. Yes. Making them uh, picks. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Otis Cunningham donated $5. Uh, said, Yuga has become my fourth favorite uh, pro tag. I feel like he has all the... All of the best traits of the previous leads. He's way more mature than Yuma and Yuya. I totally agree. I mean, I think Yuga's maturity is. I think it's even. I think he's more mature than early Jaden, early oh, Judah. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, he's got the emotional. I mean, obviously, we know that like the emotionally intelligent character is Gakuto, but like Yuga's got it. Yuga's yeah. got the the maturity that that Roa, not Roa. I'm sorry, that little Yugi, Yugi Moto had. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's got the same maturity. Yeah, as this actually is a lot of yeah. comparison. And like when I think of the two of them, I I see them, and it makes sense <laughs> that that's the character that is starting the new era of Yu-Gi-Oh. You started yeah. with Yugi Moto. You created a character that's like Yugi Moto. Right. So then, the, Yu-Gi-Oh. so Yu-Gi-Oh Eight, we just do a Judai ripoff, and we just keep going. And then Yu-Gi-Oh on. Nine, we do a Five Ds ripoff. I like You're that. gonna like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like them apples. <laughs> um. Now, Yu-Gi-Oh! 8, the rumor is that they're doing Arc 5 2.0. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're lying. No, they're going to pick it up. they include the incest thing. <laughs> and they're going to pick it up where? <laughs> they're going to pick it up. <laughs> they're going to pick it up right when, right where Sean is smiling because his sister's dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they're going to pick it up. <laughs> that, that's not I, even I out of context. I only want them to pick it up there. Oh, okay. And then the whole show deals with how the other person is trapped inside the one person's body. Right, right. And then we just deal with like the whole And it becomes it becomes a slice of life show. Yeah. No dueling. Yeah, but it's a lot of like dark tones to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not really a slice of life. It's not a Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. It's named Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's not a Yu-Gi-Oh. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's every time that one character, the embodiment, is actually dueling, it's just the the people, the spirits within them are screaming of the moves they want them to do and they just can't hear it. That would actually be hilarious. Oh my lord. (laughs) All right. We're gonna we're gonna do two more. Two, two more. more. Yeah. Okay. I we'll get to all of them. I mean you guys are amazing. 18, 19, then we'll finish them up. Nicholas Horton donated uh five pounds. Thank you, Thank Nick. You. Yeah. Uh said Rook would be the perfect character to use Blue Eyes White Dragon in his deck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That could fit. Well listen. It seems like a logical jump. Yeah. It does. Will we get Red Eyes? Will we get Dark Magician? We know they exist in Rush Duel form. They're the only other legend cards. I think we could get them. I think absolutely. I think, absolutely. I think, I think so. You, yeah, think Neil, it's I, you think Neil's using Red Eyes? That would be, That'd be awesome. Why specifically Red Eyes for Neil? Well, I just think Dark Magician would be a little too... On the nose? Not on the nose, but it just would feel... It wouldn't feel right. It, it I, think, I think a heroic character needs to use true, Dark Magician. Right. Yeah. And that's why Red Eyes should go to Roa. Yeah, I mean, Roa Red Eyes would have been oh, great. No. Well, remember, Roa did say I added a powerful card to my deck. Dude, come on. We're <laughs> Let's do this. Well, that would be crazy. That would be... Well, no, Roa has a new ace, though, from the pack, yeah. so it can't be. He's got another one. He Maybe might. Why not? Another one. I just hope I just hope Red Eyes is in the show. But or Nicholas Horton, great Mr. Noah. idea there, and we hope they're in there. Thank you for the dono, dude. You're great. You're amazing. Uh, 
the next dono is from Axe the Road, donated uh, $1. Oh, thank you, Axe. Uh, we'll Axe. use the link, a... so you have to read it. Oh. Yeah, the link. You do it, Dill. The link Axe is the road. I'm overworked. And underpaid. Yep. Hello, it is great to see everyone reunited. Hope everyone is doing fine. Hashtag justice for Kate and Gokatel. Wow. Fair. I like that. Fair. I mean, huge respect. Yeah. I mean, Axe, the next time we are only Gokatel, we'll have a win. Uh, but I, I can't. <laughs> you were going to say something outrageous. I can't, I can't guarantee that. We you just did don't say something know. outrageous. Oh, no, that's I'm, true. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I agree. Gokatel will have a win soon. He's got the new horse monster. He'll have a win. His new ace is essentially Yami Ruler just riding a horse. That's dope. <laughs> That's so sick. That's so Gakuto. That's so Gakuto. You're telling hey, you know me. what? Gakuto is a big reason that Roman won in episode 16. Gakuto gave her the card yep. that let yep. Roman win. And he got so, very emotional over it. Yeah, Gakuto's great, man. I love him. Like, I like to rib on Gakuto. Genuinely, though, I love him. Yes. I, I really do love all four of these guys yeah, in their great. own each They're all way. very likable. Yeah. yeah. Max, thank you to everyone who has donated so far. Thank you. Ten Emperor, <laughs> special thank you to you, dude. I don't even know what to say, man. Thank you so much. And um, we are going to go into 18 and 19. So if you do not want any spoilers, now is your time to probably get off the video. But again, spoilers are very minor. They're fun. At least to me, they're fun. We'll just walk off. Yeah. Okay. Episode 18, Summary and Cast List. You guys ready? Yes. Okay, and remember, we will have to make our predictions on Geta versus uh, Roa. Go Geta. Episode 18, Sorry Geta Chan, Get a Chance. The second member of Neil's team is Tyra Geta, a member of Roa Roman. Geta was angry with Roa, so he left the band. Roa, who promised to duel Geta, then shows up and begins his fateful duel with Geta, where their shouts and drum beats will clash. Just what will happen to their friendship? The cast list. Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Kaizo, Mimi, Roa, Geta, Ushido. Ushido, wow. I don't know, he's yes. back. Um, Chorus, I don't know who Chorus is. Um, and Otis. Oh. Probably the singers. And Otis. Um, nope. Sorry, there was a shot from the, the preview of Roa was sitting down with his guitar. So it was probably right. going to be like... It's got to be an audience. And Mimi, Mimi has to be in that audience. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Mimi's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, God. She's going to flip. Hard so, so that starts by saying the second member of Neil's team is Geta Tyro. Oh, okay. So that clears that up. So I hope you guys didn't miss that. The yeah. second uh, member of Neil's yeah. team is Tyra Geta, a member of Roa Roman. Geta Geta. Mm. Um, episode 19. So this is... Nine days from now. Very short summary. We don't even have the cast yet. The one who is a throne. Yuga duels against a massage chair who proclaimed itself as Neil's butler and throne. Is that the chair that he sits on? <laughs> Yuga deals against a massage chair. I gotta go get some water. The... <laughs> I... How does that... So it's an AI, right? <laughs> well, he, he spoke, Sebastian. That's the name of the AI, the massage chair. He spoke early in this episode. What? Yeah, he spoke. Neil, Neil got off him and he, and he said something. I didn't think that was the chair. That's the chair. You don't, you don't realize it, but looking back Who on it. Who names the chair Sebastian? <laughs> chair everything, man. That, we only know that because of the cast list. 
It's share everything. Share everything. So we have Roa versus Geta, and then Apito's luck. Yeah. And then Yuga versus Sebastian the massage chair. Well, I have a funny feeling I know where Yuga's loss is coming. <laughs> oh my dude. Wait, that means he just has some he's like, just take a seat. But what's really seat. what's really interesting to me is this is a group that has up to five losses before things get really serious. Right. And these next two duels should See? easily be won by yeah. Team Yuga. Right. So it's it makes me worry that there might be a, a crazy plot twist thrown in here. I think so as well. Because <laughs> if they both win, then we're through four duels against Neil's team. If you count Arya Arata as one of them. Right. So we're through four duels of Neil's team. Yuga got to win. Rook got to win. Ro, um, Roa got to win. And now um, yeah. Roman got to win. Or Roman got to win before. So... I probably wouldn't count Arya Arata just because the, 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 the stipulation was set after he'd already lost. That's fair. But even so. But still, yeah, no. That, are we going to go through three duels? And then have to lose another six? And then have to lose five. another five? Right. That's a... I don't know. Well, if everybody duels twice, a couple people lose. Yeah, but who do they lose to? That's the other thing. Um, because, like... Sure. Get, well, I, I mean, maybe. Because like, we're running both, out of characters Both here. seem very unlikely. Both for the next two episodes, the wins seem they should be obvious. They should be, but Wait, like, what if um the only if, the only thing that makes me hesitant is the fact that there's this six loss. Well, what if, it, what yeah. if Neil duels all of them and beats all of them except for Yuga? So they get to him and he wins and he's like, "Who's up next? Boom! Who's up next? Boom!" But from a, next? from a from a from a story yeah from a storytelling perspective. That would be a horrible. But he could. But he could do. But he oh could do God. it. Yeah. But he Unless could do they it. Speed it no, up. that's what I mean. He could do it in the point of like where he gets two or three of them. Do like episode. a specter montage where they don't speak, they just lose. Yeah. Oh my God! He had one line in the season. They tag duel. It's him in the chair versus like Roman and Gakuto, and they just wipe them both. Think out. about what you're saying. Think about what you're saying. What do you mean a chair is dueling, guys? Let's make some perspective here. What is happening in the show? What is going on? Yeah, I'm going to need you to take a seat first. <laughs> well, everyone says that they love my chair. They love my chair when I leave and then, you know, use the restroom. It's a little chair hype. But yeah. does chair love them? Chair loves them. Listen, I don't make the, du I don't make the duels. I just, I, I just analyze them. I, That's all I do. I... I'm shocked and confused. <laughs> Are you really that? I'm not that surprised. No, a lot of people were stunned, but I'm not. With the way the show has been, no, 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 no that, that's that. that specifically. I'm like not surprised. Like it's some goofy character, or whatever. It is a massage, specifically massage chair named Sebastian. There was, <laughs> there was a brief moment too where I thought you were gonna say it's a misogynistic chair. And I was like, what is really happening in this show? That would be better. A chair the chair just hates women. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the show. Anything can happen. Anything. Oh. I actually thought he was gonna say misogynistic too. Oh my god. I wasn't going to believe him if he said that. <laughs> I was surprised you believe me when I said massage chair. I, yeah. I'm interested. I just, is he going to have a face? What's it? Yeah, like, I just, I don't understand the logistics <laughs> well, of this. Is he gonna, maybe they'll transform, like Kaizo did. Yeah. That, that's the only thing that makes What if he transforms into I? I'll flip out. <laughs> I'll flip out. It'd be awesome. It's just never going to happen. No. Dude, that's um, what I gets, like, reduced to in massage chair. <laughs> 
I know. And did they have to say massage chair? Can't they just say yeah. chair? No, I didn't. I didn't assume that it was a massage. I was just that's, what the, was that's the, what the summary. Says. I know. That's what I mean. No, like, I think that's that's good because he's gonna be like. So you go. Why don't you just relax? Come yeah. take a seat. So it so it's like a little bit of vibrating to like entice him. Mm, I can see that. Some lumbar, like yeah. The lumbar support is important. Yeah, it is. Well, listen, it's it's nutty, and we are uh, the main thing that we want to talk about is. Um, Roa versus Geta, right? And why they're dueling and all that Get a stuff. Chance. We're gonna text her. Before we do that, we are going to make our predictions. Text it in the group. You can pick Roa. You can pick Geta. You can pick draw slash no result. And please play along at home in the Yu-Gi-Oh Pick'em game. All you have to do is copy the email address right there in the chat and just send your pick. Um, please, you can win some really cool prizes, including a brand new video game system. That's what the first place winner is going to get. Let me know when you guys are ready. Um, I... I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Peter, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one, send. <laughs> yeah! God damn it, Cal. What? You don't like my text? Dude, that's what it, I know. It's just so you. So that makes row, sense. Row, 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 Dude, you vote. All right, what's, who's your pick? On the stream. Roa. Roa. And why? <laughs> Because he's not going to lose to the drummer because the drummer's in the back of his band and he's the front and center. And the main the main uh, person in the band's not going to lose to the drummer. That, that's my exact reasoning as well. He's just a background character. The logic behind it is pretty strong. Thank you. Nick T, who'd you pick? We got two Roas here. I picked Roa. Um, my probably so far my least confident pick of the show. Really? Yes, because... It seems... You were more confident in Hologram Man beating Yuka <laughs> in the first half. All right, all right. Yeah, if you, if you review the Bow. tape, me, me and Kate were definitely confident yeah, on yeah. that part. Yeah. Okay. Not about the rest of you. Maybe not least, but like maybe second. <laughs> no, like, we fucked that up. That's why I'm not In In 17 episodes, it's probably like it's the top three least confident. Just because like it seems so obvious, right? Yeah. You know, this drummer guy who we... The only thing he's done so far is eat all the food. Oh, I forgot. And like That's a oh, one part. other thing, right? Well, one other thing that was important. He was a hacker, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah, I guess he hacked the system. But he, this man is an Elvis impersonator, by the way. <laughs> now he literally is a blonde Elvis. Roa is gonna serenade him this next episode. Yeah. In the preview, yeah. Roa's sitting with his crossed legs, playing the guitar, smiling at him. Right. So it seems so obvious, right, that Roa should win. Roa's gonna wipe the floor with him. But if we're looking at the plot, the, I'm like I'm losing it. That's like that's my whole thing right now. It's like I'm losing the plot because if they need to get assuming like assuming like five losses, the next two just aren't going to be it. So how long is this arc? Yeah. So like I, I'm just confused, and that's why I'm not confident because it's an seemingly obvious win, but it doesn't really jive with the six losses. But yeah, it's Roa. We have three Roas. It's Roa. Um, I see where you're coming from, but I'm still pretty confident that Rose is going to win. There's no way in my mind that you set up the rival that seems of this show, right. and now you give him a second loss to some, his, his bandmate, the yeah. drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't see if you do that, how that is competent writing right. to build oh, it up wouldn't that be. It wouldn't be. So, I'm also not, like, I know in typical Yu-Gi-Oh fashion, it should be okay, well, we have six... Losses to get our accounts deleted, so we have to lose five. Right. What if we to. just did six because that's the theme of our six six six? So he just picked that, but we really only lose twice or something. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Yeah. Very possible. So like, fair. we don't that's have to necessarily too, yeah. get to five. I just feel like they had to stick with the six because that's the mantra of kind of. What or we're doing. they fair. get to they get to Neil and he goes, 
it doesn't matter how many times you lost. If, if I to beat me, you're you, done. yeah, you're done. Yeah. So, which you could also see as well. Mm-hmm. And right. he'll have some BS kind of Or each loss that. to me counts as three, and then, yeah. you know, like, Rook loses to him, and then you guys to beat him or something like yeah. that. I, I'm, I'm picking Roa for those reasons. If you want to build up this character as the rival, yeah. I need to take the character he seriously. Does. I also will predict that when he is sitting there playing his guitar and serenading everyone, Mimi is going to be on stage, and she's going to be in her own world and think that, he is just singing to, to her, her in that moment. Yes. That is yeah. totally going to happen. I, yeah. I would put money on that. I would absolutely put money on it. Um, so we have four Roas, and hope, uh, what is the chat feeling? What are the people watching feeling? Roa. Roa pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple Applebee's. getters in there. Yeah, because the, 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 the bet. Me. Oh. Me I guess that's uh, we didn't forget. Indoor dining is open. I so we're going Applebee's. Then after feel that. confident about this pick at all. Really? Oh, because you're in the Nick Tebow. I am. Uh, I picked Roa. Don't you see some so, so surprised? When, are you oh, because of the... I said least. All right, fair. Yeah, are you gonna yeah this isn't my least confident yeah, yeah. pick. Um, but I, I don't feel good about this one at all. Um, but I'm picking Roa. I just think for a lot of the points that Pete makes, it just makes sense for Roa to win here. But I could see him throwing the duel to keep a friend in Geta and to get Geta back into the band. Go get a... Where's the charger? Oh, it's um, all the way upstairs in my bedroom. Where's the charger? Sorry. Where's the charger? Um, and because Where if he loses, it's going to piss off Yuga and company because that's a loss that their team has now. Yeah. And I think that would be something that I could see Roa doing. Intentionally throwing a duel to get a friend, to get a band member back so that and, the band doesn't split apart his, his and rival. to piss off the rivals that cost him a chance to get the ownership of Rush Dueling. So because of that... I feel like Roa doesn't really have much to lose in this. No, he doesn't. Roa doesn't really have much of a stake. And I think that if we as the viewer know he could have won and he makes the conscious decision to not not activate that trap or not attack with that monster and throws the duel so that Geta wins, but he's able to reach out to Geta, keep the band together, and piss off Yuga and Rook and Gakuto, the people that screwed him to have a chance to gain ownership of Rush Dueling... He might take it. I could, he might take it. He has also, nothing to lose. He has no stake. You said that um, Otis is in this episode. Otis correct? is speaking in this so episode. What if it's a no and result? Neil is not. What if it's a no result? Could be a no result. In the middle of the duel. And yeah, Otis's role it. will be interesting. I like but I, I, at the end of the day, yeah. I'm so close. I mean, I, this is a very tough one. Um, but I, I went with Roa. It's just the safe pick. No, I definitely think I could see a reason there, but until this show can prove to me that it does things that are not the conventional this person wins, I will always pick the favorite because why what? take the loss? Like, it, make, it makes no sense yeah, of, like, yeah. of course I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to go with it. Well, and I, I, got, I got burned when I picked, uh, when I picked um, Roa to beat Yuga. Or I picked yeah. draw no result. Yeah. I got, and Yuga just straight up won. I got burned on that. And so I think because I think I'm hesitant to pick the underdog. The underdog here is Gena. Yeah, the underdog in nineteen. It's this guy that we don't even know. Yeah, like, the underdog in, win. Yeah, the underdog in nineteen is you the massage go. chair. Yeah. I, I, I'm not picking an underdog <laughs> until right we get proven otherwise by this show. But there are ways to do this so that Roa looks strong and purposely loses to keep up that that prickish personality. So I don't know. Hey, Yoshio looked dangerous and he didn't win. Yoshio did not look dangerous. You want to talk about the worst pick of the tournament so far, at least on our table? The worst pick of the tournament. Yoshio to beat Rook. It is. And it's the worst pick. Hologram Man and Yuga is a close second. And then right behind that would be us picking draw no result. Probably. Okay. Yeah. 
And then me picking draw no result is probably well, my pick massage chair next week. Everything's going downhill. You pick the protagonist of the show to lose in the opening episode of the show. No, I no he did. Nick T did. I picked draw you're no result. Still, you're not picking him. You're picking draw no result. Right. I thought time was gonna run out. It just, just blows my mind. I thought time was blows gonna run my out. mind. Nothing better than Dylan saying, "There's no way we have the same thing." All right, one, two, three. Draw no result, yeah. and we both were like. And, no, I, and I have confidence that we will see meme. next week, and boom, you got edited to win a guy. The standings right now, Pete 15-1, and one, Nick T 14-2, and two, me and Cal are 13-3, and three, and Kate is 12-4. and four. I apologize. Pete is 14-1, and one, Nick yeah. T is 13-2, and two, me and Cal are 12-3, and three, Kate's 11-4. and 13-2? Yeah, you've only gotten two wrong. That's right. The first one, and then... Um, Don't worry, we'll see your time will come. You got the first two wrong, so you've won through 13 in a row. You got the first two wrong. That's, That's a hot streak. Hot. That's a hot streak, Ooh, my man. Burning up. Burning up. Burning up like the Jonas Brothers. Burning up for you, baby. Uh, Burning up we just got a coffee grade. No. But another tough duel to pick that's coming up is someone versus Neil. Neil's first duel will be a tough duel Neil's to pick. Neil's first duel will be a tough duel. Yeah, one. that's going to be actually nightmarish. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's someone like Rook and not Yuga. Yeah. If it's like Neil versus Roa, that's We're, oh, we're going to get a lot of us getting that wrong. Neil versus Gakuto and Roman, I think, would even be tricky to pick. I'd probably lean Neil right I'd now. I'd probably yeah, lean Neil. Neil because the kid's a prodigy. Yeah. yeah. And Roman's, you know, a Yu-Gi-Oh girl, so. Roa. And Gakuto's Gakuto. Gakuto. He's, just, he's there to be our support, man. He, he's not there to be the star. Sweet. And he's aware of that. He is the star. He's, wow. he's a great guy. He's just, he's not one of our aces, you know? Yeah. He's like the Celtic Guardian of the deck. No, yeah. No. Or the Nick T. Or, wow. or yeah. right. Wait, the, wait, the, hold the, on. The that's 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 I would argue Nick a building. Nick T's the beaver warrior. I would deck. argue a building is only as strong as its foundation. <laughs> right, I would tell. Oh, the team is only as strong as its weakest link. That's also wow. true. Wow. Yeah, the crew is only as strong as the size of the table. True. We have a pretty nice table. We do have a nice table. Yeah, but this took us actually a while to set up. So if you want to look up that stream yeah. on the channel, you can look at building the this table. This channel is just kind of gone downhill pretty rapidly i mean a year ago uh, we were doing streams about putting to building a table that was a folding table yeah well we, we didn't know that minutes. we didn't know it was a folding table when we opened the box i, I should have read the box yeah. Yeah. Hi hype that up got a crazy thumbnail and then for another hour and 40 minutes after we <laughs> meet you and nick t sat here and uh i'm gonna go back and rewatch that conversation i forgot those yeah, conversations um, I have to do an after dark soon. Barrett Letty said he wants to come down for an evening with Barrett yeah. soon. I'll talk to I you guys about that. I love that. Um, but anyway, let's uh, finish out these donations. Yeah. Take some more comments from the lovely people, and um, then probably wrap things up tonight. Bang bang! Wrap it up! Wrap it up! Wrap it up! You have our picks. Pick yours today! Exclamation point! Pick them. Yu-Gi-Oh! Pick them at gmail.com. Copy and paste. Email it. Get it into me. Win some prizes. <gasps> fine, fine, fine. He's getting too good at it. Uh, Ice Aiden donated $5. Thank you, Ice. Yeah. Ice, uh, Ice, baby. Said, will the ceremonial <laughs> duel be Yuga versus Rook for title of Duel King? Wow. Yes. I think that'd be really cool. That'd, that'd be, be very sick, cool. Yeah. Yes. We, we are, man, you know we are getting deep into the show already when we're, we're talking about, about ceremonial duels. Yeah. We're thinking about the end. We're not even that deep. Ready? We're oh, not yeah. even deep at I'll all. I'll predict the last scene. You ready? Rook attacks. If you get Yuga. this right, I'll give you twenty bucks. Okay. Twenty? Right. Twenty bucks. For the whole show, if he yeah. gets this scene perfectly right, you give so, him only twenty dollars. He deserves at least a hundred. <laughs> so Rook is in his final turn, and he 
he takes out um, Yugo's only last monster, which is Seven Throat Magician. And I'll give you a hundred. You're going this detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he uses Dragiers for a final attack. It would win as a direct hit, and Yuga has a trap card underneath. What's the trap? It's Mirror Force, of course. No, I I don't know what the trap is. I can't give you a name for that. Interesting. But the trap would negate the attack. Basically, he wouldn't lose. But if it hits, he would lose. And the attack's going to be coming to him, and he's going to look down at his thing, and then the screen's going to go black, and you're not going to know whether or not he uses it or not. To give it to Rook, because Rook's going to be like... And the show ends with us not knowing... Not knowing if Rook is the king. If that's how it ends, I'll give you a hundred bucks. You heard it here first. I think it would be more interesting, instead of a hundred dollars, is that every time we do one of these... Every time we do one of these streams, you have Calibro's music on loop really low in the background that you could just hear. You should do that anyway. And so you're just promoting If you let me do that, I'd do it. Yeah. Dude, we're probably running. No. Or Hagee. I have to make... No, I have to make a... <laughs> I have to make a good, clean, stream-friendly song, and then you can do it. Yeah. We saw... We yeah, you can do a Yu-Gi-Oh! Though. theme. Yeah. You can write it. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. If you do, it'll be my intros. Y-G-E. It's for you. It's for me. <laughs> I believe he can do it. I think he can. Yeah, these two, they're musical geniuses. And they absolutely could. Yeah. Run in New Year's Eve. Yeah. All right, all right. It's true. That's a good point. Me? We're just here. I'm just a genius. He's the musical one. Well, we're like the um, like the Joey Fatone of the Backstreet Boys. I see we're like the... That's we're the, just the fan don't, club. Don't say you know? that. Yeah, we're, here, we're, we're, the, we're the hype men. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, the hype men serve an important function. Na, 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 na. We're fangirls. Yep. Also, a very we're, important we're function. Meanies. You guys are Scenario. the groupies. Very important. Groupies. You guys are the groupies. I like yeah. groupies. You're the groupies of Nick Squared. Yeah. <sighs> I say it and thank you. And that's exactly what we do, too. We sigh like that, too, when we see them. <sighs> I think right now. <laughs> I think right now the ceremonial duel is Yuga versus Rook. If I had to pick That would make right the now. most sense. The only other one I could see is Yuga versus Rook. To be fair, though, I thought there would be a ceremonial duel in Brains, and it would be like a revolver playmaker. And, and playmaker thing, and we didn't even get a ceremonial duel. Honestly, if you. I don't consider I versus him for the fate no. of the world a ceremonial. That's not ceremonial at all. No. So, so uh, yeah. Yuga versus Otis. Because oh, so and Otis was his dad, and so that's why it's a ceremonial duel. Oh. Otis was Kaiba. Who was his dad at the end. Yeah. The troll writes me the check, and we call it a show. <laughs> <laughs> How much does he have to write uh, you? I think he said he'd give me a hundred if, if yeah. it was actually if it was the yeah. real Saito Kaiba. You got to show the check on like stream, like you block yeah. out all the major things, but just show. No, that keep he the did major sign. things. No, you you should use the hundred dollars that he writes it to give to you. me when I no make, when no I'm no right. no to pay for a giant ver- check version of that check. <laughs> <laughs> That was not what I was thinking. I was <laughs> like, every, so every year he comes here for Jump Fest and he sees it. I was thinking you commissioned it to have like Otis as like a Seto Kaiba statue. You just put it on the table that would every also stream. Be sick. That would be yeah, sick. That would be great. Rush, go rush. Woo! All right. Next I don't know how we go on a tangent like that. <laughs> well, we do. I love it. This is better imagine. than the, the bathroom talk last yeah. week. Oh. Nothing is better than the bathroom talk. <laughs> What was it last week that we went on tangent? A lot uh, of things. Oh, yeah, we, went, we revisited the whole bathroom etiquette last <laughs> yeah. week. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, yes. Yeah, bathroom etiquette was a good talk. It was a great talk. It was great. Nicholas Horton, thank <laughs> you so much for the five-pound donation. It was a callback to Kathy Catherine from Zexel. Yeah, just, uh, she did the cat thing better. Nicholas, thank you so much, man. Yeah. I, I completely agree. You can't argue I mean, that. Yeah. yeah, you can't argue that. That was completely big. <laughs> 
So that no. that was another Easter egg. No, I mean I don't I don't think it was a direct callback to her. Um, just that she was also a, a cat based character, but she was more fleshed out as a character. Uh, she wasn't a one off, and she had a decent role to play in the show. One of the better numbers club characters. So yeah, I could see the comparison just because of the cat obsession and cat theme. But yeah. Thank you, Nicholas. Definitely not, no, definitely not something that's new to you, Gail. But thank you for the donation, man. I appreciate it. Melinda Phantom donated ten pounds. Thank you, oh, Melinda. Melinda. Uh, said in the absence of Miss Melinda Phantom, I, Melvin, shall say Yuzu is best girl and that she should get a call back in sevens. I could sense people mentioning her in the chat. I have that kind of power, you know. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I'm not sure oh, if Mel- I'm not sure if Melinda's watching Sevens. I'm obviously a huge Yuzu from Arc Five fan. Thank you, Melinda, for the donation. By the way, that is a very nice amount. Thank you so much. Very generous amount. Um, and I do appreciate it. I would love a Yuzu callback. I'd love a callback to any of these characters. I mean, we got technically a Yuya callback in this episode with Odd Eyes Cat. Um, Will we see, like, a Melodious callback? We could. Um, I think if we get a callback to Yuzu, it would be in the sense of her monsters. I don't know if Melodious is that iconic to where we would see it. You know, it's not at the level of, like, a Red Eyes or a, a Blue Eyes or a protagonist's ace monster. But it would be really cool. I'd be down for it, Melinda. And I know you would absolutely love it. And with Sevens, I wouldn't rule anything out. I would not put anything off the table. Anything can happen. Yes. Thank you, Melinda. We just got a balloon. Uh, Goose donated three dollars. Goose. Uh, said sending positive vibes and kindness. Kindness to everyone. Thank you, Goose. Well, That's becoming the Goose. new. I love that. Uh, the new copy. Gundam. Yeah. yeah, I love Ooh. it. Thank you, Goose. Need some positive vibes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, we're always we're always sending them right back to you, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Always, man. Always. Mirror force those vibes right back. <laughs> um. Francis became a Obelisk Blue channel member. This man's a monster. Francis. Oh my god. Yes. I'd, so 10th, $100 donation, Egyptian God tier patron, highest tier patron, and Obelisk Blue channel member, the highest channel member you can become. Honestly, there's I'm not going to lie, 10th, there's no additional perks compared from Obelisk Blue to Egypt. Every, everything you got through Egyptian God, you were I guess except the emotes. You can now use the, the emotes in the chat, so I guess that's kind of cool. Thank you, 10th. Thank you for the birthday gift, man. You, you wow. Jesus, did man. Himself. Yeah, you really did. I mean, I think you spent more on me than my family does. Thank you. I mean, I mean, I mean for my birthday, I mean, seriously, like, that's crazy, man. It's insane. Thank you so much, Tom. <laughs> uh, send me that. Thank you, man. It's in the, it's in the Jeez. Um, next dono is from Pegasus Saya. Oh, boy. Donated through the link. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. $25. Uh, thank you, Pegasus. Thank you so much. So if you guys don't follow me on Twitch, please follow me. We're trying to get to 900 followers. The journey, I'm live there tomorrow night. The journey on Twitch so far has been incredible. Um, and there's a few people that have just been insane with cheering and gift subs. Pegasus Saya is one. Just type it anyway. That's funny. great dude. And, um, yeah, please follow me. The link is right there. Pegasus, thank you for the $20, $25 donation, man. That is incredible, no, dude. And no. and no comment. I forgot he doesn't leave comments. Yeah. He just, <laughs> well, dude, that is a, a very big amount, honestly. Thank you, dude. You're incredible. I hope you're having a great night tonight. I hope you're having a good week so far, man. We're more than halfway through the week. Uh, please. <laughs> Let's just bear it. 
Oh. Gal's Twitch. <laughs> Doesn't work. Hey, Gundam Wing Barbados is the best Gundam guy. <laughs> he just fucked it all up. <laughs> welcome to the stream. Saya, thank you so much, yes, man. I love you, Saya. Thank you. I love you, too. Yes, thank you. Uh, next dono is from Anonymous Anime Lover. I'm getting spoiled tonight. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Donated $20. Thank you, Anonymous. Oh, nice. Thank you so much. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. She said, Hi, Dylan, Kate, Calibro, Pete, and Nikki T. Woo! Just sending love and good vibes. Uh, Kate, book series recommendation called Summoner by Taryn Matharu. Summoner? That sounds dope. Yeah. Did you talk to Anonymous that you finished... Yeah, we did that. Okay. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, and then long live Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Long live Yu-Gi-Oh. Anonymous. I just said yesterday that I hadn't seen you in a while. Um, I hope you well come by as much as you want. So even if you don't come by that much, it's fine. Just come by whenever you want. We'll always be here for you. But even if you come by, never feel pressure to donate. If you're in the chat, that's all that we ask for. Um, but thank you for another great donation. In terms of YouTube donations, I, I, you are. Oh, probably always going to be number one because you're just the most selfless, one of the most selfless supporters of me. And I, I mean, I, a lot of the equipment updates, got the new Sony um, camera, which we will be using for the next live stream. I needed an HDMI to micro USB. So all the upgrades, the chair upgrades, the audio, the visual upgrades, you, you played a huge part in that directly. So many of you have. Anonymous, thank you for another very, very generous donation. Thank you, Anonymous. Um, next dono is a five dollar dono from Goose. Goose. Ah! Goose. You're right. Summer's <laughs> right. Uh, he said, "My question is what." Don't listen to Barrett. <laughs> oh, stop! I had no, to that figure that out. No, no, no! I had to put the pieces together. So what Barrett Letty does is he texts them. Oh, he put it right in the chat. Yeah, he said, "Nick, screen yeah. the next time Dylan speaks." <laughs> To, to be fair, the first one was Yo Nick's, Nick's bit on, on the floor. floor. I was like, so. Barry, <laughs> you're disgusting, man. Don't tell people to spit on the floor. It's carpeting. It wouldn't bode well. I know. Thank you, um, Nicholas. What? It's Goose. Oh, it's Goose. <laughs> <laughs> he broke. Love you, Goose. We've broken Dylan. Yeah, read, read, the read the message. I Barrett distracted me. Interrupted me. Barrett, um, Barrett makes my life sad. <laughs> <laughs> my question is, what kind of massage chair is it? Is it a cheap chair, or is it some bougie, expensive one with a lot of mechanics? Oh, it's bougie. It it's it's bougie. bougie. Someone like Neil, it, it does yeah. everything top of the line everything. market value. Just think yeah. of the name of the chair. Sebastian. Sebastian. That's not yeah. a cheap chair. Your name isn't Sebastian if you're a cheap chair. You don't name inanimate objects unless you have a deep, like, affinity for it. So think about he one of those massage chair. chairs, yeah. like, at the mall. Oh, yep. It's one of those. Except but he, yeah. he didn't just sit ones. in it until his mom was done shopping. He bought the chair to yeah. home. He's like, yeah, I'll take this. And he put wheels on it and rode it all the way home. Loco. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Yeah. yeah. Wheels on the bicycle. Well, we'll find out. Yep. Yeah. And then 19. So thank 19. you, Goose. Thank you, yes. Goose. <laughs> he also said, also, I pick Roa. There we go. Okay. There we go. Makes me feel a little better. Melinda Phantom Noon, four pounds. Thank uh, you, Melinda. I said, Melvin again. A reminder, Melinda loves you all. 
Oh, we love you too, Melinda. We do. It's Much been a while. while. Wait, no, yes. Melvin, I thought. No. Melvin. Melvin. No, I don't know. Melvin, Melvin's here now. Melinda right. will be back. Melvin, we or love you. Melons. And we love Melinda. Melons. Melons. That's your nickname. Yes. <laughs> Watermelon boy. Watermelon boy. It's interesting you say that because Jack921 donated five pounds. Thank you, Melinda. Can't wait for Watermelon boy to get his first win. (laughs) What? And can't wait for Neil to get more screen time. I and I want the show to get more serious music. I didn't know that was coming, so that was perfect time. It could not have. That that one literally just. That is, that is amazing. I like boys. how that is now oh, will always be synonymous with Jack. Yeah, Even exactly. if we're doing this oh, yeah. like Yu-Gi-Oh! Do 10 years yeah. down the road, we will always associate Jack with yes. Watermelon Boy. Of course. I love watermelon it. Watermelon Boy! Roa look like a watermelon. <laughs> oh, he man. do be Watermelon Boy. <laughs> Jack, thank you for the donation. He do be Watermelon he Boy. do be Watermelon Boy. And then you have a... Uh, donation through the link. Uh, uh, XE's lover one and four donated ten dollars. Wow. Jesus, Jesus, man. Crazy way to end the month. Yes. You guys are way too good to me. Thank you, Josh. XE's lover is also one of the Check people that the makes link. that Twitch insane. Thank you, Josh. Twenty dollar donation. Episode was all right. It was cool to see callback monsters from other shows. Hopefully, Gakuto gets a win soon. I hope so, XZs. Thank you so much for the uh, the very generous donation. You guys are way too good to me. Um, we also have a celebrity stopping by. Mm-hmm. Entebe Subs is here. Yes. Let's give Entebe Subs a round of applause. Without her, she is a big reason that we even have accessibility to these subs. Uh, she is the user that has uh, subbed Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's on a pretty consistent basis since a, yeah. about a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely follow her on Twitter. Um, I don't think that's her. If you want to promote your Twitter entomy, just write it in the uh, in the um, chat. But thank you so much for the donation. Thank you for just coming by, and thank you for all the work that you do, seriously, on behalf of the whole community. Sebastian is a very common Japanese name for butler characters. They oh. just think all butlers are named Sebastian. I love right. that. So that's pretty interesting. Was Sebastian, was that the name of the character from Black Butler? Why do I, I feel like know. it was? I remember, maybe. I, I know. I I only know the opening of Black Butler. And to subs, thank you for the. I don't even know what that is. It's an anime, dude. Oh well, yeah. Oh, I got that far. I made it there, Nick T. Are you sure? Are you sure? Oh yeah, the main character Sebastian is the yeah. name of the butler. So I'm just like, picturing Batman. Yeah. It's no longer Alfred. It's, it's just not Sebastian. Alfred. It's not Jarvis. It's Sebastian. So that's kind of a fun fact. Obviously, Entame very. Um, fluent in Japanese and obviously knows a lot about Japanese culture, so I'm sure she's accurate on that. Of course. That just everyone in that in Japan thinks butlers are named Sebastian. I like that. I can get beyond that. I I mean, sometimes in cultures there's just common names. Yeah. Just happens. Yeah, absolutely. Like Nick. Yeah. Or like, you know, when they always said keeping up with the Joneses like was a thing. Right. Because there's so many people with the last name Jones. Lita Jones. Right. Lita Jones. Right. Well, Entame, thank you for coming by. Thank you, seriously, <laughs> thank you for all the work and dedication you have shown towards this show. I know Entame is a huge Arc Five fan. Oh, I'm sure wow. she is. She would love if Arc Five came back. But I bet that was great seeing that little Easter egg. That oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That was, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, and the fun has just begun. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and again, Josh XZ's lover, thank you. Thank all of you guys. Um, this was a really fun stream. Another humbling experience. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Um, I will be in the market soonish for 
Bang. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna be on the market. No one's on the market. I said in the market. I will be in the it's market okay, soonish okay. for um, ways to make the audio a little better. And we're looking at a few different options: lavalier mics, clip-on mics, like professional clip-on mics, like news reporters use. We're also looking at professional headset mics. Uh, if we do that, we might even be able to take some calls from you guys. Um, I might be able to set up a hotline that people could call into, wow. and we could, yeah. Like, yeah. So again, and this is because of what you guys are doing. Like, I don't want you to think that I'm, you know, just taking the money and saying, oh, you know, yeah, it's been a good month. I'm trying to upgrade the show as much as I can. I'm trying to upgrade what I am capable of doing as much as I can. Eight connections for the Ethernet cable. This is important because that means a bunch of us can be at this house for nights like GTA 4 Manhunt. That's going to be over on Twitch for Fall Guys sessions. That's going to be over on Twitch. Follow the Twitch. It's right there in the uh, in the chat. And these kind of machines are only possible because of what you guys are doing for me. Thank you so much. Seriously. Pete, Nick T, Cal, Kate, you four are fantastic. I would not be here without oh, you yeah. guys. So thank you for everything. And uh, I'm just excited to see where the show goes. Absolutely. Excited yeah. to see where the, everything goes. Um, special thank you to 10th, Egyptian God to your patron, $100 donation, and Obelisk, Obelisk Blue. Blue. Just an abs absolute insane 10th. Thank you to all of you guys. Thank you so much for another amazing night. If you guys have anything to promote, please, a lot of their stuff is right down in the description. Please give them a follow. Let's They're see. all really cool people. Give them a follow. Um, Kate, do you have anything to promote? Uh, just follow me on Twitter, Kate Barney. That all. Um... I stream on Twitch. Uh, it's Cal Breezy. I'll put it in the chat for you guys if you want to go follow. Dylan's approaching 900 followers. I'm approaching 100. I'm at like 93, so I'm like almost there. there. Just recently got affiliate. Have seen some love from some people, so if you want to come hang yes. out. I play games sometimes with Dylan, sometimes without, so come hang. Super Mario 64 race is another thing that we will be We're doing. Trying, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the, in oh, the near no. future. In the very near future. I need future. the 50-star handicap, and I probably still won't win. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get like a 30, 40-star handicap. I'm going to start at zero. We're going to see who gets to 70 and beats the game first. Where There's going to be a lot of cool races like that. We'll do some for Shine. A lot of community content. Over on Twitch. None of that's going to be here. Over on Twitch. Nick T? All right. Um, wow. I've got a decent amount to promote, actually. I mean, Ooh. so, of course, as always, you can follow me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, at uh, Nick Timoneri. It's down there, so you don't have to break a leg spelling it. Um, my band, MomFight, on all platforms. Twitter and Instagram is MomFightNJ. Bandcamp is bandcamp.momfight.com uh, for all our music. It's up, we're all, also on Spotify, Apple Music, any platform you can imagine. Um, I'm actually getting the art this week or, or next week for my solo uh, music, Nameling, which will come out you know in the next coming months. And I've also recently forayed into, just, just to mess around, into Twitch streaming. I've been lately twitching Pokemon, Pinball, Ruby, and Sapphire, but I'm open to taking some um, emulation, like specifically like Game Boy or handheld era um, consoles. Um, so I'm open to taking requests for that. Um, just come hang out, we'll chat, and play some Game Boy games. Is that how it's spelled? Yeah, that's exactly. Nickfights at twitch.com slash nickfightsmoms. Twitch.tv, excuse me, slash nickfightsmoms. Thank well. you. Okay, I'll put it in the chat. Um, in the chat? It should, should be fun. Love it. 
Pete? Yeah, from the channel, Coolest Gamers. Uh, we recently did a WandaVision trailer, so you can check that out on the channel. I also do a podcast with my friend Brian uh, about football every week, so if you are into sports and into football, check that out. And also on uh, Twitter at PeteVaccaro21, where you can see me complain about Ram Game. Hell yeah. Follow all four of these great people on Twitter. Follow Pete on YouTube, Clueless Gamers. Without him, I would not be here. Uh, and I 100% mean that. So follow him. Do yourself a favor. Follow Nixie on Twitch. Follow Cal on Twitch. They're great. They're going to stream some fun stuff. A lot of collabs, a lot of solo stuff. Good times. And follow Kate on Twitter. She's awesome. Um, you guys are great. Thank you so much for your amazing support. I hope you enjoyed. Sevens Up, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Episode 17. Positive thoughts? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember the name. Have a great night, everyone. I will be live tomorrow night, 7 p.m. on YouTube, 9 p.m. on Twitch. Hope to see some of you there. And if you want more Sevens action, Sevens pre-show and watch along, 6 p.m. this Friday. One more uh, dono from Entame Subs. Oh. Oh. Entame, thank you for another donation. Wow. What? Nothing to promote, but my Ko-Fi is Sakaki, and I'm trying to get the Sevens Blu-ray for rip and release would definitely appreciate some help with that. Yes, if you do want to support Entame Subs, her Ko-Fi is Sakaki. That is spelt like Yuya's last name. S-A-K-A-K-I. Uh, definitely support her on there if you want to, because if she is able to, I think, get enough yeah. money, I would assume, based on that message, uh, she'll be able to get the Sevens Blu-ray for rip and then release it. And honestly, yeah, there might be some bonus features there. I'm not sure if there are. Sometimes in the Blu-rays there are. But honestly, Entame, you, you're doing it for free. You definitely deserve some love there. I'll even see what I can do on my end because, yeah, you've done some great stuff for us. So thank you. You guys are all amazing. I'm blessed to be part of the best community in the world. And I hope you have an amazing day. Take care, everyone. Have a good night. An amazing day. I missed it. Next time we're live, <laughs> it's the Sony, baby. It's the Sony. With Ooh. the cow cam. With the cow cam.